Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. Happy Halloween, everybody. If you are listening to this, it is likely just a couple days before October 31st. We're officially back. And this podcast episode, Lindsay, is probably going to be just a little bit different than a lot of our other episodes. First of all, I wouldn't necessarily recommend you go here because it's... <laughs> It's a little off the beaten path, but you certainly can. I leave that up to you. Um, but a lot of this is based on folklore and urban legend with some actual real news and stories. Okay, this is going to be interesting. I know that our goal for October was to bring you extra scary episodes. So I'm hoping to hear something really interesting today. And that's exactly why I picked this location and this story, because it could be a ghost or, I mean, it could be an actual, like, murderer. We're not really sure. This is Your Haunted Holiday at the Bunny Man's Bridge in Clifton, Virginia. So the Bunny Man's Bridge, Lindsay, is actually called Colchester Overpass. However, if you even go to Google Maps, you can look up Bunny Man Bridge and it will pull up. So this is a very well-known story. It is extremely well-known in this part of the country, in Clifton, Virginia. It's actually just 20 miles outside of Washington, D.C. So I'm thinking a lot of our listeners might actually have heard of this before or even have access and maybe have, have gone. Well, I feel like if it's only, I mean, it sounds close to D.C. I mean, if I go up there for a work trip because we have an office up there, maybe I could make a side trip. Although I feel like my, my coworkers are going to be like, absolutely not. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this one, this is a spooky one. I picked it for Halloween, but also I'll get into, a, you know, what my recommendations are in terms of traveling to Bunny Man's Bridge when we get into the end of the episode, but it may be a little difficult to get there, especially around Halloween time, and I will talk about that. But to start out, I said at the top of the show that there is a lot of folklore around this. And that is a good, a good chunk of this story. So I'm going to actually start out with the folklore piece and give you that story. What I will say is there's really no way to validate that this story is true. Okay. It is a scary story, but then what's interesting about this particular legend is that there is some factual sightings and some things actually happening here and that's what i think makes it a little bit more scary than just your average like beware of the buddy man's bridge well mm -hmm. people have seen the buddy man so we'll get into it <laughs> that sounds terrifying let me just say i don't think i ever want to see the bunny man i certainly don't especially after hearing this story because spoiler alert you may not live if you see the bunny man <laughs> god forbid Yes. So let's get into the folklore legendary piece of this story. And there are a ton of different versions out there about this. But 
most of the story remains the same. So I am going to give you the version of the story that seemed to be the most prominent. Some of the details here and there change a little bit, but, but overall the story remains the same. Back in 1904, supposedly there was an asylum that was closing somewhere around that area. We're not exactly sure what this asylum was or where it was, but essentially what they needed to do was transport those inmates at the asylum to a different facility. And over the course of that transportation, one of the buses actually crashed with a bunch of the asylum patients or inmates in it. In that crash, almost everybody died, include the driver and a lot of the other people. However, there were several of them that actually escaped and ran out into the expanding forest in the area. It is very foresty wilderness place. And so a manhunt ensues to find these escaped inmates from the asylum. And most of them were rounded up, except for two. There were two outstanding asylum inmates that were out there, one of which's name was Douglas Griffin. That's another thing that's interesting is there's actually a name associated to this inmate. I can't validate that it's fact, but if you were to look this person up, you will find them as the bunny man. Okay, so so Douglas Griffin is still a folklorish character not absolutely certain he exists in in the real world. Correct. So Douglas Griffin is on the run with one other person from this asylum. And as people are searching for them, they are finding rabbit carcasses, almost like in a trail. This is how they're finding them. They're finding these dead rabbits, but they're not just dead rabbits. These rabbits have been skinned and mutilated and even bitten with what they say appeared to be human teeth. So they thought these inmates were like taking chunks out of them and and eating some of them. And then just to make it extra scary, they were hanging them from the trees. <laughs> that is scary. I mean, I was going to say, hey, you know, if you can catch rabbits and eat them because you're out like living in the wilderness, that sounds like a great plan. But yeah, why why hang him from the trees? That's weird. I don't know. But hanging is a bit of a pattern in this story. It seems to be one of the ways the bunny man likes to kill either a bunny. In this case, in the folklore, he actually kills the other escapee. And the escapee is found by the police hanging from a bridge, treated the same way as the rabbit. So he had been skinned and chunks were taken out of him hanging from the bridge. Oh, like, do they think he was eating these chunks? What are they, or just ritualistically removing chunks of flesh? They think he was biting chunks of flesh, according to the story. And think about it, like, that doesn't make a lot of sense. This is also potentially a lunatic that has now escaped the asylum. So if you think about it in that regard, maybe it's not that far-fetched. Right. I mean, he was in the asylum, you know, we know way back when from all the different asylums we've covered, right? People were treated really poorly. People were put into these places for, you know, a a slew of different reasons, not all of which being mental health issues. They didn't really know how to treat mental health issues 
back then. But sometimes these can be really dangerous. So it is a scary thought, especially if you've got a guy wandering the woods, killing people, or at least one person, and rabbits and hay. Uh, it's sounding ominous. Yes. And to top that off, Lindsay, and this is where, like, I, I mean, it, it's already sounding a little far-fetched, but according to the legend, Douglas Griffin was in the asylum because he killed his wife and daughter on Easter morning. So, hence the association with the rabbits. Get out. I am shocked. <laughs> I almost laughed when you said it, but I was trying not to interrupt what you were saying. That is, I mean, it's terribly sad if it's true, knowing it's folklore and you know, I'm skeptical that this happened at this point. We'll see where I land at the end of the story because this is truly the first time I've heard this. Wow. So this guy has a thing with the Easter bunny. He does. He has a thing with Easter and bunnies in general. So essentially, the authorities find this other escapee hanging from the bridge. They're panicked. They see, oh my gosh, this guy also killed his family. We have a murderer on the loose. We need to find this guy. And so they essentially cornered him. They had him surrounded at the Colchester overpass, which is now Bunny Man's Bridge. And if you look at this overpass, even today, it is essentially like a railroad overpass. So cars entering would go under where the train railroad tracks are at. And it's just like a a single lane pathway and tunnel for cars to go under the railroad tracks. So this was an active railroad track. And according to the legend, he, as he was trying to get away from the authorities, he was potentially hit by this train. And this is where it varies a little bit. Some people say he was hit by the train. Some people say he was even actually wearing the pelts of the rabbits that he had killed while he had escaped when they caught him and he ended up dying by train. Others say he escaped because the train got in between him and the police and the police could hear him laughing as he ran further into the woods and was never caught. Mm, I like the idea of him wearing the pelts, making his own like Easter bunny costume out of the pelts as he slowly murders and kills all the bunnies in the woods. That's what I'm going with. I'm going with that version. Same. I, I like the idea of the rabbit pelts, too. I think that's a nice little touch to the story, for sure. <laughs> right. So let's talk about what's real. So that's the urban legend. And we've said this in so many of our episodes, Lindsay. Like, where there is a legend that's been handed down over generations, sometimes there's a little kernel of truth to it, right? So has some of this really been, you know, exaggerated over the years? Was there maybe an escaped convict, right? That we don't know of an asylum that was in the general vicinity that was closed down that this could be associated to. There is like an old reformatory, however, that maybe it could be associated to that, some sort of escaped criminal um, from the asylum. It, it's pretty far-fetched based on the factual information that we have. But like I said, there, this could be stemming from something that actually occurred out there. 
Right. Maybe it's evolved over time. What's really interesting, though, is it's very specific, right? With the full name, even the date, 1904, the bridge, right, that still exists today. It's very specific, but you're right. I agree. I think that a lot of these do have some sort of a kernel of truth to them. So, yeah, it's interesting. I wonder. So, keeping in mind, right, in this part of the the country, in Virginia, this legend is out there. People talk about it. I'm sure in a lot of the towns that our listeners live in, there are other legends that aren't too far off from it, right? Like, oh, there's, you know some crazy person and living in the woods over here, you know, whatever, right? Things that you hear about, right? Right. So people have been talking about this, you know, Bunny Man's Bridge for, you know, decades at this point, right? And then in the 1970s, a few things actually happen that really stir up this urban legend and associate it to this urban legend. So in 1970, there was a couple in the area and they were there visiting family and so in order to get away from the family they actually when they were pulling up they parked their car in a neighboring field kind of across the street from the family that they were visiting and according to them they were just like hanging out but i have a feeling they were probably making out in their car and all of a sudden they see something moving out in this field and keep in mind this is a very rural area right there's Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of houses out there they see something moving and out of nowhere the passenger window just shatters and they see a man in a bunny costume yelling at them that they are trespassing and to get off of the property immediately they look down and there is a hatchet by the passenger on the passenger floor Like, thank goodness nobody, like, actually got injured here. It just happened to go through the window and land on the floor rather than the person's head. But they, of course, panicked, drove off, called the police. They still have the hatchet. You can actually look up pictures of the bunny man's hatchet that is on display. So this really happened. This was in the newspapers, I wonder if they took like fingerprints, like, and and you got to think 1970, right? So we're, we're well past 1904. Bunny man probably isn't alive anymore at this point. If he's been living out in the woods, he's looking rough. Did they have any sort of descriptors that they gave besides the bunny costume? Not as much in this case because it was, it was dark outside. Um, But they did say they thought they saw, you know, a man in a bunny costume. But I want you to save the thought that you just had for our next segment when we're going to talk about the hauntings. Because this could have been a real person. Or maybe it was something else. I feel like if he had a hatchet, it's a real person. I think I'm leaning that way as well. (laughs) (laughs) We have a physical piece of evidence. Has to. I mean, I guess... I guess spirits have the ability to lift things up, right? So that's possible, but I'm going to say unlikely. Could be a poltergeist, Lindsay. Anyway, so the next event happened only 10 days later. And this, again, was real and investigated by the police. And essentially what happened is... 
there was a new neighborhood or something being built in the area and there was a security guard that was there to be security for the construction site. And as he's walking towards this new home that's being built, he sees a man in a bunny suit with a hatchet that is chopping up some of this new structure being built. And of course he's like, what the heck are you doing? You know, I I would imagine that would be pretty frightening. And according to him, this bunny man guy yells at him, you are trespassing. If you come any closer, I'll chop off your head. Oh my God. So needless to say, this security guard runs to go get his gun. You know, as you would, if I had a gun, I would probably do the same thing or just run. But when he returned with his gun, the bunny man had disappeared and he could no longer find him. He did call the police. He had a description. He said it looked like it was somebody in their 20s. And the police continued to investigate both of those accounts. And it has never been solved. They've never identified who this bunny man is. Interesting. So they, gosh, I mean, because obviously if it was somebody in their 20s, that's interesting because now we know it's not the original. If it's a human, if it's a live person, so maybe it is a ghost or maybe it's a weirdo that's decided to go out there and prank people. Um, But sounds like a dangerous person taking an actual hatchet and breaking a window open and yeah, I don't know. This is very strange. I, I mean, mean, he definitely could have killed somebody with the hatchet. Absolutely. Maybe a, maybe a spirit with the hatchet? I don't know. It's hard to say. But what I will say is, after after these events occurred, it was all over the newspapers. And there was well over 50 additional sightings of this bunny man being seen in the area to the point where the Washington Post even published an article about the bunny man trying to kill people and eating people's cats. What? The the Washington Post actually published an article about this. Wow. Yes, so it was everywhere. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine tingling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits.
So like I said, Lindsay, there was a ton of reports coming in about this bunny man. And I know you said maybe it's like just an actual person. That is one of the theories that maybe it was just somebody from the area that wasn't happy with the new construction and was just trying to scare people away from the area. That's possible. But he is carrying a hatchet. He's literally threatening to chop off people's heads, right? There's this old urban legend about a guy that was obsessed with bunnies that was wearing rabbit pelts that happened to potentially die on this nearby overpass and a lot of different potential sightings. I mean, it's intriguing. I wonder. A lot I want to know. A lot of people speculate that one, it could be an actual serial killer on the loose, right? It's a creepo, you know, trying to scare people off. Or is this a ghost that people are seeing? The ghost of that bunny man from the original legend. Why would they think it's a serial killer? Is that coming up? It is coming up. That's a, that's a great question. And this is, you know, I feel like the serial killer part is a little far-fetched. I mean, a lot of this is... Let's be real. Yeah. So let's talk about that because obviously this Douglas Griffin character, he potentially killed his family. He also killed the other escapee. He was killing rabbits all along the way. So he was a murderer, right? There is another piece of this legend that is potentially supernatural, but potentially part of the serial killer legend. And I'm going to preface this by, again, I cannot validate this. So as the stories go, after Douglas Griffin was either killed or escaped at that overpass, the Bunny Man's Bridge, kids would go down there, especially around Halloween time. And on Halloween, the Bunny Man will supposedly come out and basically confront whoever is there and if you happen to see the bunny man you will be hung from the bridge and skinned alive that's a terrifying thought so when this is published you all have about three days make your way out there and and test it out but you know don't be hung by a serial killer so that's the really like far out there, like people are being murdered by the bunny man at the bridge. That's more of the legend. There's really no accounts that I think are actually on record of anybody being found hung from that bridge. It's a terrifying thought. And to me, that is more like, you know, a fun, you know, local legend that has, you know, gone a little far. Fun. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny that you describe like I think worst case scenario right serial killer worst case scenario best case scenario ghost and maybe even not real at all right but I think the ghost would be great I would love to see well I'd be terrified if I saw a bunny man out in that area but gosh what a great sighting that would be 
And again, like that is part of the haunt, right? So if you go out there, you may actually see a bunny man. People do claim to occasionally see silhouettes of somebody in a bunny man outfit. And in fact, if you go online and you just Google bunny man's bridge, you will see some pictures probably altered (laughs) of kind of a silhouette of a bunny man like uh, person standing under that bridge. So that is a big part of the haunt. So if you do go here, obviously you want to look for some dude in a bunny outfit, which is quite possibly like the most terrifying thing you could see. We talked about those clowns last week, but this is like an axe wielding bunny man that will hang you. That's scarier. I have to tell you the the axe wielding bunny man, known potential serial killer, much scarier than the clown motel. Yes. And if you really want to have a confrontation with the bunny man, what they say you need to do is go to the bunny man's bridge at midnight on Halloween, which is coming up. And you need to say the bunny man's name three times while you're under the bridge. And if you do that, the bunny man will show himself. So you need to go there and go bunny man, bunny man, bunny man, and then pray that this legend is fake. I mean, if it showed up in that time, then odds are high it's supernatural. But I feel I still feel like I would feel okay doing it. I would personally bring my shotgun and just in case, <laughs> you know, just to cover my bases. Cause I feel like the likelihood is low that the bunny man's gonna show up, but I mean, it could happen. You just never know. I think, you don't mess I with think these the, things. Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, especially with the urban legend of it being show up there at midnight on Halloween, right? That opens up the door for someone out there who is a sinister, bad individual. That's my worst, like, nightmare type of situation, right? Is somebody decides, ah, I'm going to, they're, they're a, you know, wannabe serial killer or whatever, and then they go and make that urban legend true. Right, like an actual real person. To me, that thought would have me way more scared than the idea of the ghost. Although that's what I'd be there for, right? Like I want to go and see the bunny man ghost. Not any person that's taking advantage of the urban legend, right? Trying to scare people or hurt people. God forbid. If there were people hanging off that bridge, that would be an article the Washington Post would probably publish, right? You'd think like that's where they would get their story. We would hear about that all over the place, I would think. I feel like there would be some sort of record if that happened. Definitely. You'd be able to find that. Now, if you do go to the Bunny Man's Ridge, you may get lucky and not see the Bunny Man. And you might just see things that are reported there, like shadows, as well as recordings of voices and, and other kind of typical paranormal things like that. So aside from the legend, this is a place that is frequented by paranormal investigators in hopes to see the Bunny Man, but also to experience other, you know, creepy, ghostly things while you're there. Interesting. This reminds me of the Goatman's Bridge quite a bit from that old BuzzFeed Unsolved episode. We talk about that show all the time on this podcast because we loved it so much. But when they were out there and Shane was trying to, you know, instead of saying 
bunny man, bunny man, bunny man. He was like trying to get the demons all fired up, right? It was just hilarious. If you haven't seen that, go look it up on YouTube. But this is what it reminds me of. You just go out to a public bridge and you try to get a spirit to show up. And that will probably be a future episode because that's a place anybody can go to. So it totally fits our episode criteria. I was actually thinking as I was taking my notes for this episode, oh man, we, I don't think we've done the goat man's bridge yet. Right. And that's a really, that's a very scary place. So future episode, I'm sure I'll add it to my list. That is a scary place. I don't mess with the whole demon thing. I know you've talked to me about trying to go like to the Sally house. I don't know if I want to go to the Sally house. The demon idea really gets me freaked out. I'll deal with some regular ghosts. Same. I'm scared of it, but I still, I feel like the Sally house is just so epic that we have to do it one day. And it's not that far from where I am. Like it's doable. We could spend a weekend there easily. The thing is though, it looked like, because we were talking about doing it last summer, but they upped the prices on the website to go to the Sally mm. house. It was very pricey and I was like I don't know if this is in my price range I'd rather go to the Keo house where I can eat on a silver platter and have some champagne and that's less expensive than staying the night at the Sally house oh, there you go I'm with you on that so one of these days maybe we'll get to do it but anyway lots of other paranormal activity in the area definitely something that is interesting and you can find YouTube videos of paranormal investigators and people that are just interested showing up to this bunny man's bridge and and looking around so lindsay probably because of people like ourselves the bunny man's bridge has become quite popular especially around halloween time and it's turned into a situation where at least in previous years the authorities have actually had to start monitoring the area and controlling access to it in fact back in 2011 over 200 people from all over the united states got turned away at the bunny man's bridge on halloween because they had shown up and the police said no, we're controlling access. You are not allowed to come down here. This is now controlled. It makes sense, right? If you've got a big crowd of people headed down to a public bridge, yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense. And the other factor to think about here is this is still an active railroad track that goes over the top of this bridge. So it's owned, I think, by the railroad. So it's it's kind of dangerous. Like, first of all, you're in the middle of nowhere. It is very dark. My understanding is the drive just to get there is a little frightening, especially when it's late at night and dark outside. Um, but also when you are going through the overpass, the other side is a dead end. So you have to turn around and it is a single lane and it is a tight fit. If you look up photos and videos of this overpass, I mean, just getting through that tunnel, you have to be very careful, make sure you're keeping out for cars coming the other direction. So imagine if there was 200 cars up there trying to yeah. go in and out. I mean, it's just gonna, it's gonna be a nightmare. So I don't actually suggest that anybody go there on Halloween. I don't want to be the reason that a bunch of people show up to this place and then people are blaming us, but I would be intrigued if I was in the area personally, 
but maybe it's not as big a thing as it was, you know, back in 2011, but I would still be mindful. I think there is still some like residences in that area and they certainly don't want like everybody to show up to check out, you know, the legendary Bunny Man Bridge. But I have also seen videos of people like showing up during the day um, and they're like the only people there other than just kind of locals like walking their dogs and, and things like that. So you definitely want to be mindful of the locals. That makes a lot of sense. I agree. It sounds like Halloween as much as we might want to go visit, probably not the best night for it. And be careful because who knows? Yeah, it could be treacherous. I don't know the whole landscape. I'd have to look at it. But if you do it, be careful. I mean, it seems possible to get there. Would I recommend you go? Not necessarily. I'm intrigued if I happen to be in that part of town. I I might show up one of these days. But again, you might get turned away. So that's the other thing that you got to remember. I find this urban legend to be very scary because who knows? Like you said, like some lunatic could show up on Halloween and decide to go nuts. Oh my gosh, God forbid. Wouldn't that be? That's kind of what I think about even when I go to an actual like not actual, like a fake haunted house with they have those people with the chainsaw men. I think, oh my gosh, what right. if one of these is just some lunatic that's decided they're going to go crazy. Like, I feel like they need to make a scary movie out of that concept. And the Bunny Man, there is a slasher movie made about the Bunny Man. I did not watch it, but I'm sure it is highly entertaining if you're into, you know, those crappy, scary movie things. The other pop culture reference here that's kind of interesting is Donnie Darko. So the director of Donnie Darko is actually from Virginia, and there's a lot of speculation about whether or not the character Frank was based on this bunny man. The director's never come out and said that that's the case, but it is interesting that they're from Virginia, and that's kind of like the main pop culture reference with somebody in a bunny suit. So I think it might have been. Who knows? That's really interesting. I have not seen that movie in forever. That's a good one. I used to love that movie. I need to go back and rewatch it. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed. We decided to go extra scary with potential serial killer this week. Hopefully ghosts and not any real people. But hope you enjoyed it. We hope you all have a really great, safe, fun Halloween If you are looking for us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We even have a YouTube account. We have a few videos up of of some spots we've been to. We're not professionals at the videos, but there's a few videos out there that we have. Um, All right. Happy Halloween, everyone. Have a great week. Thanks, everybody, so much for listening. Mm -hmm.